three. Welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show that's approved for robot consumption. Uh, it's just me, Blake, today, and a couple friends from work. Uh, Brian just bought a house, so he's a little bit tied up at the moment. So we're going to get into, uh, yeah, just talking with these guys. Yeah, nobody knows more about Cheese Katie Finley. Oh, hi there. <laughs> <laughs> so humble. And I still don't have anything for you. <laughs> Kevin Fruit. Nobody knows nothing. more about... I got nothing. Tacos. I mean, you're a great butcher, but I feel like that's a... <laughs> you know, that's too derivative of a little bit. Oh, man. We yeah. <laughs> we used we talked about everything, so And now we're here just staring blankly at one another, pretending like we still have something interesting to say. So. It's, it's true. Yep. Oh, I'm just gonna start from the beginning again from when we sat down at twelve thirty. <laughs> just erase it's, everything. It's been four happened. hours, we're just gonna have the same conversations <laughs> over. Going back, arrived at Fat Dan's, I had to pee. <laughs> presumably talked about something and that um, Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm already happy that one time. We're approaching the point where we can have the same conversation again, mm-hmm. and I won't know the difference, you know. So, okay, so we always start out with new guests with our nerd resume. I got to get that from both of you. Who wants to start? Kevin gets to go first. Okay, Kevin. Awesome. You need to go first. I told you about this a couple of days ago. You did. You did. Let me see your forms here. Um. Uh, currently, it's in a nerd resume probably sucks a little bit. Um, I have most I got going for me is I'm a movie guy. Yeah. Um, that's always sort of been the case. But growing up as a kid, it was very young age. Dad introducing my brothers and I to Monty Python and Star Wars, and probably about the ages of about three or four being in like fully entrenched in. That type of nerdum. Our our childhood story was always uh, Tolkien. He'd lay in between our beds and read them, so that way, like, easily delved into a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and um, AD&D. Got you going on fantasy. Oh, big time. Very much so, yeah. probably put you right to sleep, too. Uh, No. No? No? No. No. You stay up, stick in it? Oh, yeah. No, very much so. Toby will put me to sleep. It would be one of those things where he would fall asleep in between all of us. (laughs) And then we'd be like, all right, cool. (laughs) Cool. Somebody else picks the book up and starts reading (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tolkien reads almost biblically sometimes. Yes, like it's just exactly. so It can be so dry that it's just like, and this son was the son of sun, this son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like the Cimmerillion. I don't oh, know if anyone man. has ever read it. My dad's made it, made his way Seth through it, but I, yeah. Seth couldn't do it. I asked him. I, I made sure. He read all of them. Totally through, couldn't finish the Cimmerillion. That's all like elven uh, lore, right? It's all I like... think for yeah, for the most part, I want to say, and then a lot of it fleshes out just the universe. Man, couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. That's solid. So you're more of a like cinephile than a gamer. Yeah. Yes. I hate adding file to anything. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Creep no yeah. Yeah. Always been very happy though to pick up, you know, a little gaming here and there, and uh, right now, you know, I don't have anything because. My PlayStation 3 crapped out on me about a year ago and yep. been, been spending money other ways. Which um, is smart, like responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with that being said, I also, like, my folks have a Wii that is just sitting around their house for when their grandkids show up. Yeah. I'm just like, how about I just take that off your hands? Because that only happens like once a year. I can always bring it for the holidays. Not a problem. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully get some sort of system back in my house because. It is nice to play. Like, yeah. I don't do the long, in-depth things most of the time, but... There's plenty of games out there that, that enable, I don't know, or encourage just limited game time and maybe more of a stress relief kind of approach yeah, exactly. to gaming versus in-depth involved gaming. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like there's something for, tennis. There's something for everyone out there. Ooh, Wii Sports. Whew. Wii Sports. Oh, man. I was just talking about, what is it, the Wii... Was it the boxing where you're like, man, how... Like the original Wii Boxing, where you're just flailing your arms Nobody around. Nobody knows how it's it just works. So uncomfortable. You just like, yeah. 
I feel like the game ARMS, was it ARMS? For, yeah, for uh, Switch. For Switch is like the extension, like the, the better version it of is. that. It is. the original. Yeah. Oh my god. It's the yeah. spiritual successor to Wii <laughs> Sports. That was, that was an eloquent way of putting it. Thank you for taking the words out of my mouth there. That's good. <laughs> okay, so Katie, you're up now. You're on the spot. Holy cow. Um, let's see. Half-assed anime nerd. Okay. For sure. Uh, I definitely... <laughs> could not tell you a thing about Dragon Ball Z or Inuyasha, but do love your standards of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Neon Justice Evangelion got me into anime for sure. Yeah. Um, like Attack on Titan, don't you? Oh yeah, Attack on Titan caught up on that. Um, so so you're like heavy hitters for sure, like your short run heavy hitters. Um, and then uh, off and on gamer since I was like six. We were talking about Final Fantasy VII earlier. It was probably my introductory uh, RPG, so followed the genre throughout my life kind of a little bit more um obsessively these days yeah <laughs> uh first modern console or first like console that i've owned since a ps2 uh, I, I purchased a ps4 like last year around this time and it has been uh one of the better decisions of my adult life better, <laughs> slash, yeah. better slash maybe uh uh Problematic. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but, hindering you know. in some areas, but exactly. overall, I don't know. I mean, it brings me joy. So what, what can you say about that? I mean, that's that's how I feel about it. Kind of adopted the Steam universe like slowly, a little bit, like gradually getting into computer gaming a little bit. So yeah. Okay, so we got an RPG gamer, and we got a guy that doesn't play games anymore. <laughs> that played yeah, a lot of I, retro games. Yeah, I mean, when I was, you know, when I was a kid, I remember we were probably the first kids on the block to have a. Uh, a computer. We had an old Tandy. And so, I mean, you know, that was back when, oh god, we had to do everything by DOS Province, man. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> C colon backslash file backslash Wait, did game. You, did you mud? Huh? Did you mud? Did I mud? Yeah, like uh, the, um, how, how early, maybe I might be dating you too much, I'm sorry. Uh, I think my, uh, my uncle? was really into it, but I haven't really asked him too much about it. I think he's embarrassed of it, so I don't press him too much for it. I'm gonna look into it. I feel like I'm ill-defining it right now. Um, uh, no, <laughs> I personally did not. We did have some neighbor kids a couple blocks down who they were like our troubleshooters. Something would have be an issue and we called Jason and Jeff over and be like, hey man, what's this? And then they'd, they'd always be the ones that would call all the other neighborhood kids and be like, oh, dad bought this or something like that. And so through them... I did get some exposure to it, but no, I never officially played it. No, no. no. Mm-hmm. That was the acronym. Yeah. Multi-user dungeon, uh, multiplayer, real-time virtual world, usually text-based. Uh, combined <laughs> elements of role-playing games, hack and slash, player versus player, interactive fiction, and online chat. Okay. Um, so, I mean, look at that. That image is very bare bones. It's, like oh, a, yeah. it's a chat room. It's a forum. Essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, it's just a forum. Uh, yeah, I was just curious. I, I've never really talked with anybody who used to be like an adamant user, so I'm, I'm always curious. But um, to be fair, you still haven't. Yeah, so. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just had a an amazing experience. Kevin and I just experienced <laughs> VR for the first time. Yeah. Uh, First reaction. Yeah, I'm still uh, recovering from. No one, no one uh, prefaced with the sensation of nausea that you might experience while playing VR. That I did not me. know. <laughs> I did not know. Totally on me. That I just was assumed that. That was my fault. Oh man, that's incredible. I don't know. I, I figured I would have like encountered an article or something by now about this being a uh, repercussion of VR, but I was just disoriented and feeling. Week at a certain yeah. point after my second skeleton clubbing, I had to say, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say, nope, gotta take this off. This is not <laughs> That's happening. It. Yep. That's all I got. Yeah, Kev. What I mean, do you think? I was gonna say, your first interaction with VR. Um, you know, as Blake and I have talked, well, I think I've, we've talked about it a little bit today. But, you know, when when I was a kid, and we had. We did have those one group of rich friends who fortunately were a nice source of like, oh hey, birthday party, we're going to Chicago. And there was this massive video game arcade, um, and they had some VR stuff. And I always remember the ones that you you could walk around in and like look around and shoot. 
they also had like a cage built around them so that way one you're not like having somebody walk into you but two like if you got dizzy there was always that like bar to grab mm-hmm. so you want it just collapse oh, um, but I also <laughs> feel the game that was more successful with that was also uh, like an outer space uh, game like we were playing or like I was playing today where like when you looked around, you sort of had a screen above you, like almost like an IMAX, like wraparound type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was way boxier and way less oh, dynamic yeah. than what we dealt with today on a little, you know, home computer. I mean, it's not a little home computer. You get a little bit of setup. It's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful entertainment center paradise well, that you have. Paradise. Uh, a little oasis of, of uh, oasis. Of, I don't know. Oasis is good. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for no, yeah. call it that. The oasis. The, the oasis. oasis. <laughs> no. <laughs> N64 would be cut off for retro. Slash PS1? Or, because they're about within three years of each other. They were released in a very similar time frame, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, PS1 I would consider retro gaming at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost at the point where I consider PS2 retro gaming. That's what I'm saying. Like anything that's um, not. uh, Like like current console gaming is that. It's the conditioning kids to become like oh my god. Oh, you're on into the capitalistic into the hands of the man. (laughs) That's right. And this is you know none of my friends are in any way whatsoever that type of individuals. And I think that's why it went for us because we were just like this is so unlike us. We would never like I don't understand what's what's. It doesn't seem like there's any like available like 
access to entropy in that situation either. Like, you can only play a successful character in a game like that. Like, you can't be just somebody who just stirs the pot in a game like that. Is that... Because I would play... true. I would play Roller Coaster Tycoon. I mean, like, Tycoon's in the name of the of the game, and <laughs> you're expected to be, like, a successful business owner with, you know, millions and running yeah, up in the amusement park. Successful. But my approach to it was that I'm just going to build a roller coaster that I can launch, like, carts off the track and yeah, exactly. <laughs> fashion. Uh, so it's funny to me that there's, like, a Wall Street game that's like the only way you can enjoy yourself is by doing well in this game. I don't know. Very that's, true. Oh yeah. That's funny. In, like, and it was the time limit on it was stupidly small that you had to be very successful at it in order for like it was one of those things of like yeah we're not really gonna waste your time if you suck at this type of thing. Which for for <laughs> at least me I was always like. It's four weeks. All right, we gotta like do this. You're coming and, home from school yeah. like putting on a suit and tie. Carrying like, <laughs> your briefcase into the computer room. <laughs> Not now, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pull my balls. <laughs> Check at the market. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I don't know why, but when I was, and I wasn't like I, I, part of the problem was because I was in econ in high school or something like that. It was like. This retro 80s game that was just like, oh no, sh like I can use what I'm learning right now. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just, you know, playing Mario Brothers or Chrysalis or, you know, Zelda or something like that where you're roaming the countryside. Yeah. Picking up swords and gems, which was a lot of fun as it was. Yeah, still fun. wish I could just roam the countryside. <laughs> 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 Is that a profession? <laughs> <laughs> Is there some kind of job that I'm does still that? waiting to just see like a master sword in the distance. Just like be <laughs> walking along the Thornton Kowalski Trail and just like, what is that gleaming in the distance? <laughs> Do I just go and approach that? And ooh, it slides out so easily. <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, there's a blind and then some sort of spirits talking to me and telling me like you you were the chosen one and you must go on this great quest. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me my dreams. To save the land of Indianapolis. Yeah. Save the land of Indiana. <laughs> save the land from the oh, we said we weren't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, no politics, like, no politics. No politics. There's bad mini music in the background. <laughs> oh, Implications okay. We just don't want to say it outwardly. <laughs> save file and I'm just like so ready to get back into oh it so gosh. all I would spend my spend my time like thinking about just like man it'd be awesome if I was like you know a character in Final Fantasy 7 I'd probably be like a lancer with like <laughs> I would just like have this like one attack I don't know probably an area attack I could really awesome. do this so I don't know hard. Like, <laughs> so or you know this is like super dorky um there was this I think it was the second run of Digimon was it like the first series, but like the second round? The second time they it tried it. was like it. the second Digimon series, the second season was, uh, or maybe it was third, I'm not entirely certain, but um, the characters, the main characters, the human characters, not the Digimon, uh, actually became the Digimon themselves. They had like these, somebody out there is like just, just crying because I'm ill, like, <laughs> I'm ill describing this, but... Um, no, that's the word. That's all I'm, but I, I recall 
told the like that they would have like the they're like digi watches and like they would they're like human characters they're like teens of course always teens <laughs> always teens <laughs> again just rounding back always See, teens. always this makes the most interesting story mid thirties like. Learned this appropriately and nope, took my time. It's just gotta be it. troubled teens always. These <laughs> these teens get involved in the the digiverse or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever and it they is. acquire the capability to transform in very like Power Ranger style into like Digimon themselves, and they all have like Poor specific girl. you know exactly <laughs> Mega Go Rurumon, Hyper Mega Ultra and Super Duper Go Rurumon. Come <laughs> Every evolution thereafter. Um, but then I would think about, like, I would be at school just thinking, like, man, if I could turn into a Digimon, what would I do? Like, I'd be, like, poison type for sure. That would be my element. Poison like, all these kids. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Poison all their classmates. That was too Columbine. That was a little yeah, too Yeah, that was pretty dark. Really dark. That was pretty dark. I'm sorry. Go to a dark place. Just did. preface: nobody is advocating <laughs> and No one has. Uh, no. no one has been harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, see, that was mine. Was always played the the game Punisher a lot on Nintendo. Game Punisher? Oh yeah, it was it like was... based on Marvel. Punisher? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? So when back in my day. Back in my day. It was either, I mean, you you had, you know, Mario, Link, those types. Yeah. But then I feel like a lot of development countries, or development countries, well, <laughs> development companies in the U.S., like, went with, cool, here's comic books that are already have established fan base. Yeah. It's fairly similar. Let's make a game off of that. I mean, you it's know, a it's... a novel idea. <laughs> you know, it's mid-1980s. People may have already were starting to realize that, like... Studios and shit aren't the most creative of places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's just like, oh hey. Just kind of begs the question. I don't know much about the history of um, like censorship in comic books, but it seems like I I haven't I haven't noticed a whole lot of uh, like parental uh, uproar in regards to uh, violent comic book series versus, say, like, violent video games. That's true. I don't know. Like, I, wonder, uh, I wonder if that's, like, a visibility thing, though. Yeah. The parents never really I mean, see what they're easier, reading. I suppose it's easier to slip, like, a comic book into, like, a hardcover or something else or, you know, pull, uh, you know, hide that from your parents versus playing a video game that's on TV. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. But it's just funny because, like, the Punisher is clearly a very violent uh, <laughs> very source. Very and violent. I don't know. I was just thinking about that and just the. Um, like, I've been listening to, like, the Psychology of Video Games podcast and, you know, hearing about certain parents who are actually defending video games against, like, other parents who necessarily, like, think that there is. I don't know, like, just kind of determining that video games are the source of, like, psychological trouble within, like, youth. Yeah. Um, That's a huge thing. But, I don't know. I think we need to break the stigma, though. That's part of this podcast, is, like, we bring in people from everywhere, you know? I would say all of us are fairly tame human beings that have never committed any violent acts in our lives. No, no. Be safe. I don't know, Kevin. What's going on? I just, I just work as in a job where you know. Well, we break I down, break the animals, down whole animals, and I'm like, we're not actually slaughtering. It's inherently a violent okay. job. Okay. The slaughter is beyond us. <laughs> we just get the carcasses. That's uh, right. That's right. We don't see that part. Yeah. But no, I would feel like possibly a, a reason for that, though. That being your initial question, is uh, comic books. It's a Third person, you're outside looking in. Sure. Whereas in a video game, it's first person, you're... translated to Mm -hmm. first person, sure. So, you know, first person, you're... Yeah, it's like you're doing that action. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you're watching it, it's like news or everyday life. Somebody else is doing it. You're just hearing about it or seeing it. Um, That would be my only thought process on that would be like... Yeah. But, but then again, you know, we do have the ESRB or whatever for gaming right. that rates them. The problem is there's no, like, regulation behind it. Which it's just kind of the no stamp. Shit. Like, who, who's yeah. determining that? Who is ESRB, then? 
Yeah, I know, then that's a whole thing. I got a whole class on that last semester, and it's so boring. <laughs> it's not even worth... Right, we don't have to go into it's that. It's not but, worth talking about. But what you can determine but, from that is it's pretty, like, <laughs> lax regulation. They don't seem to really have a standard well, as far as what... The what standard you, is tough. The standard is, is tough. Is it, like, so many times that, say, like, <laughs> appears in a game warrants <laughs> you to be more of a teen or an M or a whatever... Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I would say the standards that the ESRB adheres to are very strict. But the thing is, there's no enforcement of that. You know, okay. like the, the 18 and under for a mature game, like, nobody's really like, no, you can't buy this because you're not 18. You know, All right, GameStop, sometimes they do a good job, but that's then it comes down to new employee versus seasoned employee. Yeah. Seasoned employee's probably not going to care, you know? Oh, <laughs> I gotcha. It's going to have to buy some, it. Like, like when it comes off the shelf kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think gotcha. that's a big part. You I don't know if it was be... more like, we decided to brand this teen, then somebody goes in after the fact and says, like, no, this should have been rated mature. Or oh, like I gotcha. Kind of it's I more gotcha. on the consumer level that no one's enforcing the, let me see your ID when you exactly. buy this game kind of thing. That's what I'm That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but in addition to that, it's also an awareness thing with parents, you know, like parents are buying their kids GTA 5. Yeah. A game that should never be played by a child or anyone under like 17, 18, even 16, I would say, in this day and age. But, um, yeah, like, don't so buy your kids games. Saying you games. shouldn't play Grand Theft Auto until you actually have the ability to drive. Is this one here? I would say that's fair. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> okay, you should listen to that the Psychology of Games podcast because, like, they there was, like, a mom defending her teenage kid playing Grand Theft Auto. Like, that was yeah. absolutely the case where she thought, like, this isn't uh, trying to stimulate any sort of aggression out of It's still a problem-solving game at its core. At you're its still core. taking steps to go towards a goal versus True. just uh she alluded to a game that was released in like the early oh, i don't know early 2000s yeah called postal. Like postal or yeah. manhunt one yeah or two. it was just yeah. like the only motive of that game was to offend like the, it exactly. was essentially like the serbian film of video games or something like that and yep. uh and it was a, a gar- and it was like a garbage <laughs> it was a garbage game like it wasn't even a very satisfying game it wasn't fun to play at any level and child that would have like been introduced to it or enjoyed it i mean sure you probably are disturbed if you think that's a good game because it's like, not even fun like i kind of question yeah. your your source of entertainment at that point in time but uh <laughs> that was kind of her comparison and her rationale of being like yeah i have a 13 year old who's playing um you know grand theft auto and i'm okay with it like we can we have discussions about it and uh like you know this is like fantasy yeah. universe you know this isn't something that is expected in real life from you. <laughs> from As a person. <laughs> <laughs> All these horrible uh, heinous crimes. I, I think, but that also comes down to, like, um, I guess the child's, like, predisposition to certain things, you know? Sure. Whether they're more emotionally minded or logically minded. Like, a kid that's logically minded obviously can draw a line and separate it and say, this is fiction. But then there's people that also operate on a different level, you know, that don't think about it in those terms and they get too wrapped up in it. And that's when you end up with, you know, 14-year-olds stealing a car and driving it 90 miles an hour down the interstate, leading the police on the chase because they saw it, they think they're in GTA or whatever. Has that actually happened ever? That has happened. That's, yeah, I'm referencing a real event. I was going to say But it's this. like, you know, one out of how many presumed, you know, 13-year-olds that are playing this game, you know, it's one out of every... Like Ten thousand like, or yeah, something, not you like know? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, it's just a it's a rare uh, occurrence, and um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, yeah, humans are impressionable beings, and of course, there are going to be instances like isolated instances that reflect that. But I don't know. But it's not indicative of, of like the whole picture. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like this one little person. I don't know. But then we get into problems with like the media sensationalizing everything yeah. it's kind of wild there's so are you familiar with persona as a game yeah yeah okay sure. so it's like a like sim sh- meets an like a jrpg shin megami tensei yeah shin megami tensei um so persona uh consistently has had a mature rating in its career and it's like has run as a i don't know if you call it a franchise or a um but I'd say it's a franchise yeah you know yeah. um and i find that i mean it does have some like disturbingly violent suggestions 
like, suggestive subjects and, like, a little bit of sexuality and some, like, cursing, but I don't necessarily feel like it's any more offensive than any other... I don't know. I don't know where the M rating comes from. That one's confusing to me. Because um, I find it yeah. relatively tame compared to something like Grand Theft Auto, but... Yeah. I don't know. There almost needs to be more ratings. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. They need to change the system. I was gonna ask if you ever played that horrible. I, we've talked about this at work before. The Lion King game on Sega Genesis. Did you ever play that? No, never played it. But I do remember the startup screen. Yeah. For it, but I don't. <laughs> don't think I ever actually played it. Pretty sure I watched at least one or two people playing it, and I was like, "All right, I'm good. Look, I've seen that. Not a problem." To this that, day, those early Disney games were tricky. Uh, that's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. They no. Were Challenging, you know, it kind of defies that reputation of like kind of a bullshit movie companion video game. But those games were actually tough, like platformer yeah. wise, like they were tough video games. They were. You know what? I want to see a comparison of Cuphead versus this Lion King game <laughs> because Lion King today, game so much tough. It is so <laughs> hard. It is so. It's unbelievable. To this day, I, it is the hardest game I've ever played, which is saying something. Like it is tough. I never actually good. played the, the Lion King game. I remember playing, like, dabbling in, like, the Aladdin game, maybe? Yeah, yeah a little the, bit. The magic carpet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah. I don't know. They're just, like, and also, um, maybe even some, just some faulty, uh, I don't know, some faulty controls at play there, or some lagging at play that made, made like, a few things extra difficult. I don't know if that's if that's Definitely right, could have been. Like, timing-wise, you feel like, oh, I hit jump, and I swear I should have hit that platform, but no, I didn't hit that platform. Just kind of getting, <laughs> getting used to just, like, the inconsistencies of the game or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they made games a lot or harder I'm making excuses then. for myself. Yeah. I mean, Mega Man <laughs> was a spot on. I mean, that was, like, uh, it's a pure platformer to me. It's, like, a, a perfect game to me. It's frustratingly difficult. Um... I'm, I'm I will, yep. I'll get into, I'll start playing through, like, the Mega Man games, like, once every, I don't know, every, like, six months, and I'll, like, play through a few, like, levels of, like, I don't know, one or two, and I just get, like, just furious. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to, That's like, I love them so yeah. much, and I enjoy playing it so much, but I get to, like, the, I don't know, like, third in the cycle, like, boss, I'll play, like, through a couple of stages and do all right, and then I get to, like, I don't know stinking uh, crash man stage or something. Get really mad and just throw the controller down and feel like I'm ten years old again getting mad at a video game. I don't know. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Mm. The amount of times I've had to hold myself also, back from punching through the screen right here. The things that like make us the angriest are the most satisfying to play, unfortunately. It's just yep. like <laughs> feeling that accomplishment of like getting through a stage is Beyond words. It's yeah. So good. Just pure joy. Pure, pure joy. joy. Yeah. Pure joy. Yeah, it's pure as I mean, you're meeting a goal, and that's, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I used to always love my oldest brother. Had it down. He could throw the controller at the reset button. And hit it That's every time. I don't believe that. I'm gonna call shenanigans. <laughs> on shenanigans that. On that. That's hilarious. Seriously, like he'd be in the middle of playing a game and he would someone up and he'd just whip it at it and it got to the point where I mean, like the game system oh, because yeah. the one it would reset but then the two the cartridge would pop up. And so it it had like he had to do it God he did it so many times that the cartridge when we would be playing sometimes would just pop up. And so we had to start to put oh another cartridge God. on top of it. I mean, it doesn't take much much to jostle like a cartridge out of the system, but I was oh, imagining just like throwing and then like the end of a controller just hitting that reset button. Like, <laughs> just perfect the corner just perfectly. Just, I mean, it may not be perfectly, but it was good enough it did the job. Whatever, like, whatever he did, it reset the thing. You know exactly. <laughs> God, he also with our the real old school controllers were these like square boxes and it was like a stick single like, joystick right yeah like yeah. real little tiny corrugated rubber and on it, right? yeah and, and you had like the, the the tracking on the side like so that way like you could get everything aligned appropriately yeah for sure once again his anger issues arose and we had to buy so many of those because he would <laughs> slam them down 
and the stick would go down into the components of it. <laughs> and it never come back no. up. <laughs> and if it did, like, it just brought everything else up with it. And you're like, alright, well, that's That's my I guess, yeah. We use that now. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm familiar with the concept. <laughs> Mini a 360 controller. About the special edition Halo 4 see-through blue decal 360 controller. Twisted it like in half, Bloody Battlefield 4. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! It has a crack. It won't even hold a battery oh pack anymore because it won't stay in. Because I just. and just cracked it on both sides. Oh my god. You still have it? Like, you didn't toss it? I still have it, yeah. It's in a box in the closet right there. I think you need like put that on the wall around here. Yeah. Right? Just like. No, it's shame, little, dude. It's a straight just shame. Just a little plaque <laughs> on it, like with a date. That's it. Blake uh, couldn't control himself. <laughs> 2010 or something. Yeah, piece of modern art right there. <laughs> yep, that is. Super that, uh, postmodern. The most badass thing that you can provide to an art gallery. That'd be awesome. Uh, pretty drunk. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever time it is. On Thursday. 4.30? 4.45. It's a great Thursday. Oh, see, it's almost 5. It's a great Thursday. It yeah. is a great Thursday. It's possible for somebody to start drinking at four and be drunk by five o'clock, so I say we're all right. I'd What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I like that justification, right? It speaks to our integrity of being able to hold our own at the, up until five in the evening, but uh, <laughs> From maybe, not, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. I'm actually revisiting The Sims right now on my computer. Really? You're playing yeah. The Sims right now? Yeah, like old school yeah, yeah. Sim City, yeah. Old Sim City's Sim a different City. thing. Yeah, totally sorry, different. sorry. Infrastructure versus domestics is a totally different thing. Yeah, I just, I'm, I imagine. I'm totally infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. The one time I played The Sims, I think about five minutes in, I quit and went, nope, I'm just gonna build a fing city. I'm good. I just that like ten, like not even ten seconds, like uh, three seconds I had to imagine it. I imagined you having a house. But everybody from work is a character. <laughs> like, living in my house. I and mean, we all look exactly like we actually God do. God damn it. I mean, it wouldn't be too far off. Well, now, <laughs> now I think I just gotta go do that. Like, oh, boy. I know. It sounds, yeah, pretty appealing. Can I be the character that you fall, that you, uh, that you wall in with four walls? <laughs> just goes insane. Just, like, yeah, I just, like, die. And then, like, the Reaper has to show up and take my soul away. I know we're gonna do super hot. Yeah, super hot's gonna be so fun on VR, but I feel like it's gonna make me feel even worse because it's definitely like not planted in reality at all. Like it feels well, like I feel like the polygonal like form of super hot will make me feel especially disoriented. Polygonal so. form. Polygonal form. Is that right? Yep. That's right, right. That's right, right. Yeah. See, uh, this is the main reason why I also don't get into dorky stuff. Because we sound like dorks when we say things like a No, no, no. It just comes out of my mouth. Not at all, idiots. no. There's so much involved in it. Like, oh. I feel like, like a new terminology. Just <laughs> everything, man. Like, uh, I mean, see, you've this seen, is, this you've is a lot of like throwback stuff or retro. is like. I. Simple, man. I, <laughs> I can it's do all that. Out of my Well, here's, here's the problem. I need somebody to clearly define bit. Bits. Bits. So bits. <laughs> what happens when you Google search bits? I don't know. I know I did it when I started the podcast. I can't oh, remember shoot. what it said. Here we go. Probably Bitcoin something. Ooh, the bit. The <laughs> portmanteau of binary digit. Yeah. Is a basic unit of information used in computing and digital communications. A binary digit can have only one of two values and may be physically represented with a two-state device. These state values values are most commonly represented as either a, a zero or a one. All right. Well, this is where I just nope. Never mind. <laughs> nope. Right here. out of there. Bit-based computing. Um, That's why we picked the name bit by bit, like that right there, because it's like the fundamental building blocks of technology is binary code. Which I'm just gonna throw out there that you don't know the definition for. You don't know the own definition for your own show. Oh, cut, sure I do. cut, cut, cut. <laughs> 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 That's going to be my Yelp review of 
this thing. <laughs> We're on bit by bit. Let him no idea. <laughs> Gonna review the podcast as a guess. When did video Three stars. Games... Might do again. <laughs> Sixth generation era is also the 128-bit era. It was PlayStation 2, GameCube, and Xbox. Okay. And so there you go. Yeah. That's what I would say it's irrelevant. Gotcha. Yeah. Once we hit seventh, 128. Seventh generation was Xbox 360 and on. Yep. And. We're in the middle of the eighth right now. Which is crazy because it's like, you say that to somebody, but we're in the eighth game console generation. It's like, sh. Over the last seven. You know, you start going back. You're like, PS2, PS1. Then what? <laughs> what was we're before all, that? We were all, um. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Sega Genesis. Yeah. Well, Sega Genesis CD. Sega Genesis. Good, good, yeah. Um, Dreamcast. For a minute. Dreamcast. Dreamcast was like relatively the same. It was a couple years prior to uh, 64. It was probably about the same time as 64 and a little bit before. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, But yeah. uh, You guys are all forgetting in television, though. Television. Never, it was never my. I never had that. I think the earliest console that I ever experienced, beyond like arcade, like arcade gameplay, like obviously like Atari and some like midway games that came from that era. Like I play as like arcade consoles, but like household consoles, I only ever knew the Nintendo and on. Yeah. So. That's there was a television and an Atari were the first two that I. Had. Yeah. I had an Atari, or we had an Atari, and my family did growing up. And I was so pissed when we gave that to the f***ing neighbor kid <laughs> because we got a Nintendo. And my parents were like, we don't need two of those in this house, here you go. Um, <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> Seriously. You're so wrong. Uh, but buddies of mine who also had an Atari and a Nintendo had this thing called a television. And literally it would be, you'd have the cartridge, the controller was hooked up via wire into the system. like it, but the controller was just a like remote control for a TV, right? And so then you would yeah, slide, you would slide the form into it, and so like it block out the buttons you don't need, right? Right, exactly. And also tell you the ones that were relevant. Um, I don't actually actively ever remember playing it, but I remember when I was a little bit older, coming across it, just being like, "What the f- is this thing? <laughs> what the f- is this thing?" That's also a pitfall. For every system, there was no demand at that point. That was the best pitfall. Well, they would just take the same game and like make adjustments depending on how much better it went. Pitfall and like different forms of pinball were like the (laughs) most explored basic concepts of gaming. That were just like computer, uh, like bare bones computer game like applications. That would be like here's pitfall or here's pinball. You guys remember like the default pinball game that would like come with like Windows? Oh hell yeah, yeah. the 3D pinball. Yeah. Yep. yep. I remember the dude in the rocket ship. Yep. I'd play that at school all the time when I was a kid. Yep. For sure. Because the only game that was around. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. keyboard class. Oh yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> I'm playing 3D pinball. I wish I would have taken keyboard class more seriously, but then I'd be a little bit more open to the WSDA like format because I think that I just my fingers just do not or cannot be manipulated into like a, I don't know how have you adjusted to I PC haven't. gaming? I don't type like a regular person. Yeah, no, I'm like. Uh, I'm well, a hover. Like I yeah, hover I hover over. and I, and people like will watch me like type things in and I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm just like I can't type fast. So I'm not Dude. quite at that level. It's almost like I've created my own system. You know, it's like I know, once I get the first key, I know where all the other keys are in relation to that key, but I don't start about in the home position. Oh, yeah, I, I feel that. I mean, I bet you still are better off than I am, because I'm like, well, I'm playing 14 right now, and like your WSD, like, are controlling your character and also like using the same hand to like hit your hotkeys and I'm like I don't know how in hell anybody's doing this I'm just like because like as soon as I like start spell casting on a character then I lose track of where my uh, like my d-pad keys are at and then I'm like you know just like side rolling into a different direction <laughs> or something and just losing complete motor control of my character because I'm so engrossed in just like combating this character this enemy you know it just 
I totally get that. And yeah. that, that right there is why I bought this guy. Mm. What's that thing? It has 12 buttons on the side that I can map to any button I want per application. So I have a different profile for each what the hell is that like thing? game on my I thought you were about to show me a vertical mouse for a second. I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I don't get the vertical <laughs> mouse thing. But yeah, so it's got all those. And then I discovered yesterday, after having this for months, that the scroll wheel clicks left and right. So there's two more buttons I didn't know about. What? So, so many buttons. So I don't even, like, I only use the keyboard for WASD. Well, what's that? Move. I mean, like, what's it like developing that muscle memory for just the mouse then? I don't know. So intimidating at first, you think, like, I'll never be able to learn that. Like, never. So I just went for it. And uh, within a month and a half, I'm using it exclusively. <laughs> it's really, really intuitive. I recommend it. I recommend it. If you're super into PC gaming, especially like you are with yeah. RPGs, MMORPGs. Trying to get into it. Trying to. Um, <laughs> so far it's been very like basic level stuff, so I've been able to survive, but I've been in situations where I've been in dungeons, and I can tell. Like, for instance, I've been in a dungeon um, with some characters, and they left me in the dust because I... <laughs> Was, it was my first time going into this dungeon, and I was it was part of the main storyline, and I was engrossed in the cutscene that yeah. involved the main storyline. You get locked out of the boss fight if you don't make it in the same like time frame as the other participants. <laughs> so I was so I was locked out of the main story boss fight. Because I was watching What's the, the cutscene, cut <laughs> they all skipped it like yeah. skipped before. Yeah, I know. Like, like it's kind of. I like just load it up and it's like and then there's just a wall and I'm just like running and there's nothing you can do I don't know I mean I guess that's beside the point but just like just the sort the certain like inferiority that you feel when you're not eloquently like controlling your uh, your person in an MMO is just like an unfortunate thing I hate that feeling but I don't know I'll get there eventually I like playing solo anyway so it's fine just the dungeons me. um yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I'm I'm looking into a sweet PC situation. Really wait for that. Wait for that, oh, that tax return to come. I love it. Wait for that, that tax check to come and I'll uh maybe think about getting like a true like desktop keep like sweet yeah. keyboard, sweet mouse, everything. You're do it so, up. Yeah, I'm gonna do, do it. it. You're gonna run some LED lights and everything? I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> That makes it official, the RGB. Oh my though. god. So uh, <laughs> so the fellow I'm seeing definitely has that capability on his keyboard, and we changed it to Christmas colors on, uh, <laughs> it was like the week before Christmas, and we definitely like changed like the map. That sounds like, that's like as festive as I would get for Christmas right there. <laughs> that's it. That and my Darth Vader bobblehead where he's dressed as Santa for the present. That's it. That's all that's I got. That's pretty Huh? You got a Darth Vader bottle hood? It's not out right now. I was gonna say. It's like it packs away with the Christmas like decorations and comes back out. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> you gotta do it up. You gotta join the master race of PC gamers. Fucking Aryan PC race. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Aryan PC. No, I hate yeah. that. The PC <laughs> master race. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, it, I think it is better, but I'm not just like, like shitting on people because they don't think so. You know. Yeah. I respect. I mean, I, 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 I super appreciate that you are a control, like you're a controller based person until this point. Really yeah. like, it's tough. For you to make that switch. Didn't even try the other. It is tough to break away. But once you got it, you got it. Yeah. Is the thing. And I'm gonna give all the credit to Player on the Battlegrounds. If I had never got that game, I probably would have given up. Because it was just it made it intuitive, made it easy, and I And now I got everything. <laughs> I'll see if it helps me like tap into something that I 
know. Something <laughs> intuitive, buried? yeah, like some buried uh, capabilities there or something. Like, s- stirring inside. <laughs> PC gamer is just stirring inside. It is, it's stirring it all over the place. Ready to break out. <laughs> Ready to break out. <laughs> Your body's just a cocoon for the PC gamer inside. <laughs> Humans are never meant to be. They're just cocoons. Shells, shells. Of humans. Just gestating yep. a PC. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. No, but I, but thank you for guys for doing this. Oh, yeah. no problem, man. Hey, cheers, man. I'm glad that you came. Nice yeah, let's to, cheers. Uh, Solid. Nice to hang with good buds. We have a thing on the podcast where we have no idea how to end the podcast. Um, we have. 20, what about that sound, that sound clip of Kevin? That's how we're going to do it? Yeah, this will make it great. From now on, that's going to be... <laughs> Into the outro music. Hello? That's yeah. it. We're done. Yes. We finished it out. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this all would be a wonderful podcast conversation. I'm just going to hit record, and then we'll just kind of... Flow right into it naturally. Uh, it doesn't feel natural. <laughs> super, super natural. Right now. This is the day after this gets released. Phone call happens. Boy. Excuse me. This is Blake Walker. We need you to get in contact with it. That's Katie Finley. Oh, boy. Kevin Fruit is missing. <laughs> because, yeah, you're right. Like, they could drop like two. You know, in the middle of they can give two. They can give two in the middle of two hundred hours of gameplay and score and end rating. Well, that's what I I'm pretty sure it was Spotify. Was the one before. that was it. Yep, Shazam. Maybe possibly. Yes, and for some reason I was thinking Spotify because they both begin with S and I'm simple like that. Sloppy. It's pretty. It's no. Sloppy. No, I'm totally losing it. Oh, I feel like this all would be a wonderful podcast conversation.